This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Oh, let me tell you what, the, the mixing in of the Jonathan Gannon. Oh, that was gold. That, that was, was radio cold. That shot, was beautiful. <laughs> Kenty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. We're glad to have Kenty back because during the break, he had to sprint out of the house to go meet uh, a delivery person who was dropping off a rather large a piece of furniture, right? Yeah, it was a mantle that a goes mantle. over the fireplace, yeah. Right. They were and dropping so, off the mantle, so I had to sign for it. Right. And, and the, the, the delivery truck, because it's an 18-wheeler, couldn't exactly pull in my driveway. So it's a little bit of a ways from my house to the road. And so I had to sprint to the delivery truck during our break, sign, make sure it was the right item, and then sprint back to make sure I was here for the start of the segment. And, and so I'm breathing like a little, I'm a breathing little, a little heavy breath. right now. Yeah. 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 Uh, when you say a little bit of a ways, I mean... It's a little bit of a ways. It's a little bit of a ways. I'm just going to leave it at that. It's a little bit of a ways. Ah, and they couldn't just leave it at the guardhouse. There is no guardhouse. I'm not rolling in dough. I'm not Scrooge McDuck. Stop yourself. Security? Did you have to get them to open the gate? There is no. There is no (laughs) gate. There is no. I don't know. You made it sound like I got to run ten miles to go let them in. I didn't say ten miles. Okay, I didn't say ten miles. I just. I have some space around me. I'm down in the Carolinas. There's some space down here. Well, so I have some space between where my house is and where the main road is. The difference between you and me is I sound like that every time I climb a flight of stairs. It's Kenzie yeah. and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Lamar Jackson responding to Arthur Blank last night. Arthur Blank, in case you don't know, uh, said last night, hey, Lamar's a tremendous player. Uh, we obviously like him a lot. It's a different situation than we saw last year when it came to Deshaun Watson when the Falcons were in the mix to try to get him. And went on to say, though, there are real concerns about how long he's going to be able to stay healthy with his kind of play, with as many hits as he takes, which we all know is crap. This was Lamar's response to it last night. I don't remember me sitting out on my guys week one against the Jets to week 12 against the Broncos. How come all of a sudden I sit out because of money in which I could have gotten hurt at any time within that time frame when we know the Super Bowl has been on my mind since April 2018. Let's get real. I'd rather have a 100% PCL than go out there and play horrible, forcing myself to put my guys in a bad situation. Now, that's selfish to me. Listen, Lamar's 100% right, and I'm glad that he said it this time. And the reason why is because many other people have been the ones to say it up until now, including me, including you, and I'm glad he spoke out. But at some point here, I don't think any of this is beneficial for him to continue to address via Twitter. All it does is make it look like the whole situation is really getting to him. I hear what you're saying, and maybe this teeters on the, the the verge of overshare, but I guess that's the norm for this generation of athlete. I, I, I don't have an issue with it, big fella, because for weeks we've been asking Lamar Jackson to tell us exactly what he wants, 
And now that he's come out this week and said that and defending what he believes his true value is, I have no problem with him trying to shoot down the, the, the things that Arthur Blank is trying to perpetuate when it comes to his style of play, when it comes to injury history. All of those things are just veils that the NFL is trying to use to hide their true motivation, which is the owners not wanting to give players guaranteed contracts. And here's the thing. If you really want to know the truth about an NFL owner, all you got to do is ask Jim Ursay. Because Jim Ursay told us at the owners' meetings this week that he wasn't about the business of doling out guaranteed contracts. That is the point of contention when it comes to the Lamar situation. Had it not been for a player that wants to have a guaranteed contract or something that's close to what we saw Deshaun Watson get in Cleveland last year, I think we'd have this thing all wrapped up. I mean, if if Lamar Jackson wasn't about the business of the guaranteed contract, the Baltimore Ravens would already have him under contract long term. But it's clear that that's the hill that he's picking to die on. And the NFL owners don't want players to get that kind of power because they're afraid of creating a similar dynamic that we see in the NBA and in Major League Baseball, where players dictate movement where players are empowered where players are emboldened and they have a true partnership with the team owners the nfl enjoys the power dynamic that they have uh over the players and i don't think that arthur blank or any of the other owners are in a hurry to change that business model no they're not and it's clear that that's where it all lies my problem is i think we're going to see it anyway sooner rather than later Mm. especially with the quarterbacks. Whether it's these three guys this offseason, Hurts, Burrow, and uh, 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 the third one, uh, and it was, of course, escaping me at the moment, um, that are going to get their contracts. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, thank you. Whether it's those guys or whether it's in a year or so Patrick Mahomes wanting to rip up his deal, which was for $477 million for 10 years, only 63 guaranteed, although it would end up being more than that. To me, there are just so many more times that the owners are going to be able to get away with this without a deal having to be fully guaranteed. And yet, here we sit, Canty. Here we sit, and we continue to hear from coaches and how much they love Lamar while having no interest in, in him at all. And it reminds me of this, something we haven't done in a while. They said what? What? I have to believe one and one is three. I, I can't, I can't uh, operate where one and one is two. They said what? what? Well, Kyle Shanahan yesterday, can't he? Any interest in Lamar at all? Everyone knows Lamar's skill set. Lamar's a stud. I'm sure they'll work it out there, but Lamar's a great player. So no interest for the 49ers? I got three quarterbacks we're pretty good with right now, and I'm pretty set with how we built our roster salary cap-wise. Yeah, you got three quarterbacks, none of which you are You don't Lamar have a Jones. quarterback. When you got three quarterbacks, you got yeah. no quarterbacks. Exactly. <laughs> you Can't just he. don't. How about your guy, Dan Campbell? Yeah, look, Lamar's a heck of a talent, you know. Uh, you know, trying to defend that guy has been something else. We played them two years ago. But, man, we got a quarterback. So <laughs> I'm like, we got a quarterback, and thank God we got one. Um, and, and so we're good. But, man, I, I, he's a heck of a talent. I know that you have to say the right thing when you have a guy at least of that stature that is in place in Jared Goff, who's done a, a decent enough job and, and played well for them this past year. No, nah, man. What you say let's, let's is stop. we don't talk about other teams' players. 
That's what you say. Because, yeah, Dan Campbell, you got a quarterback in Jared Goff. Only issue is they're asking you about a quarterback that's better in Lamar Jackson. So, uh, don't see, that's the thing. We, st- we keep going down this road, and we try to wrap it around fit. We try to wrap it around style of play. We talk about the concern when it comes to injuries, but it's none of those things. You think Arthur Blank is overly concerned about Lamar Jackson's injury history when he was going after a quarterback that had multiple knee reconstructions in Deshaun Watson? Stop yourself. It's not about that. You think he's worried about that when he had Michael Vick as his quarterback and gave him the keys to not only the franchise but the city? No. It's not about that. It's about owners not wanting to give players guaranteed money because they don't want the NFL players to be like Major League Baseball players, to be like NBA players where they can dictate their own movements. You know why they don't want that? Because owners in the NFL see unprecedented growth in terms of their franchise valuations in compared to those other teams in those other leagues. And they want to continue to maintain the status quo. And the only thing that can upset the apple cart right now, a clear and present threat to their business model, is the guaranteed deals for players. At the very least... You know, we were getting on Mike T yesterday for the idea that Lamar should go back and play on the franchise tag. Here he is. I know, I know. But here's Mike expressing his surprise at the fact that we're at this point. I'm surprised that he hasn't had a visit yet because he is clearly a great player who's young in his prime. With that said, we also have to look at the facts. He has missed 34% of the snaps over the last two years. And as Hembo reminded me, he's been contacted 962 times in the first five years of his career, which is a lot. I think those are the two factors that are competing against one another. And what I would say, and I, I mentioned this yesterday, Greeny, if I was the Ravens, I would get him in a room and try to come up with a compromise. I would do a three-year deal, fully guaranteed deal, much the way that Kirk Cousins did when he went from Washington to Minnesota. And to me, that's a great compromise. Your reaction. Mike T is smoking rocks. That's <laughs> uh, my, I mean, that's my only reaction to that, right? That, that, yeah, that's the only thing I can say. What, what are you talking about? Are you high? Okay, uh, but let's talk I, about I, this. I don't, this is I a don't concept, though. It. But this is a concept, though, that's interesting. Is there any thought to a compromise at all? Not talking three years, maybe four. Fully well, guaranteed. Here's, here's what I'll say. First of all, I want to address the whole contacted thing. Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson came out in the same draft class. They've had their team in the playoffs for the five years they've been the starter. Can you tell me who's been hit more than Lamar Jackson? Yeah, it's Josh Allen. Did mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills have any concern about giving Josh Allen a long-term deal? None whatsoever. So what the hell are we talking about? But Bills did the right thing in doing it a couple of years ago as opposed to waiting until now, and you just heard McDermott say the other day his style of play has got to change. And I'm not defending it. I'm just pointing it out for context. Well, yeah, and I get that, and, and I'm not disagreeing with that, but that's more of an organizational failure than it is anything to do with the player. Secondly, when it comes to the Bills doing the right thing, you're absolutely right. They paid Josh Allen right after his third year, gave him a six-year, $258 million deal with $150 million bucks in guaranteed money. And so some people might say, well, why doesn't, why doesn't Lamar Jackson take a deal like that? You know why it doesn't? Because yesterday's price ain't today's price. You know the other reason? Because Josh Allen ain't got an MVP, and I do. I've done something that no other quarterback in NFL history has done. Check the resume. All I'm simply saying is this. If you're the Baltimore Ravens, 
this is your guy. This is who you want to build around. But because you allow this to get so far down the road without getting something done, you fracture a relationship to the point now where it's irreparable and you're going to have to move on. At some point, somebody is going to blink. And I don't think it's going to be Lamar Jackson because he's so principled. I ultimately do think it's going to be the rest of the leagues, thereby the NFL owners, because you have other players in Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and Jalen Hurts that are going to be looking to put together similar deals to what Deshaun Watson got. So Lamar Jackson won't be on that island that he's on right now very long because those other guys are going to be looking to get deals done this offseason. Tune in NBA action tonight. Sixers hosting the Mavs presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 7 p.m. Eastern on select ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Will the Suns be the best team in the NBA when Kevin Durant returns? These last few games are absolutely crucial. Only thing that holds me back a little bit, it's, it's hard to incorporate a star and win a championship in the same year. The next two years are going to be crucial, but for their shot right now, these seven games or so, they can really be make or break for them. No, they're not as good as the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm not as sure that they're as good as the Boston Celtics or the, or the Denver Nuggets. I'm not buying in that the Phoenix Suns are going to win a championship here, but I will say this. Canty, one thing I'm not worried about, even though he's missed the amount of time that he has, when he's actually on the floor, Kevin Durant fitting in with the Phoenix Suns. Because his game is the most adaptable, I would argue, of anybody's in the NBA when it comes to fitting in with other players. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, KD is back tonight. LeBron came back the other day. I think it's pretty easy for me to look at this situation and say, having just said that, that KD is going to have the bigger impact on the West moving forward than LeBron. Ooh, I don't know about that, man. And the only reason I say that is because when you look at the Los Angeles Lakers and what Anthony Davis showed since LeBron James was out of the lineup and then the pieces – that they added at the trade deadline. I just feel like this is a team because they have championship pedigree um, going back to 20, uh, 2020 in the bubble. This is a team that could be dangerous, big fella. It, it really is. I, I j- it just depends on the matchup that they get in the first round. But I, I don't see the Los Angeles Lakers being an easy out for anybody. The Phoenix Suns, I think they're going to be tough as well. But it just depends on what, what seed they ultimately end up being. I think that matters because if you're talking about the Golden State Warriors leapfrogging the L.A. Clippers and that potentially being a first-round matchup, then how far is Phoenix really going to go? What well, would you argue for for just sake is of what I talked about a minute ago, that Durant's game is plug-and-play in any system? Okay. Would you agree with that or not? No, I agree with that. Uh, I mean, Kevin Durant is a guy that's not ball dominant. He's a lights out shooter. He can create his own shot and clutch time the last five minutes of the game. And he's a better defender than people want to give him credit for. Like there's there's nothing that Kevin Durant doesn't do at a high level on a basketball court. So I'm with you. My only question about the Phoenix Suns is how healthy are they going to be and who their first round matchup is going to be? Because I got to tell you, if, if Phoenix has to match up with the Golden State Warriors, that's going to be a hell of a series, and I'm not sure who's getting out of that series. Well, I got to tell you, I, 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 Phoenix will get out of that series. And okay. it, it might be a long one. I, I don't think Phoenix is going to lose that series. And secondly, I can say the exact same thing about the Lakers. 
especially well, the, when it comes the to thing, the health part. But here's the thing, though. The Lakers, at best, are going to be matched up with the Sacramento Kings if they get to the succeed, which I doubt they will. But, I mean, you're talking about them playing against the Memphis Grizzlies or the Denver Nuggets, neither team I trust. So I, I, I feel like if the Lakers have that opportunity as opposed to what the Phoenix Suns might have to deal with in Golden State in round one, I feel much better about the Lakers and LeBron James being able to go on a deep playoff run than the Phoenix Suns. But that's just me. You know what, Kenty? I would be fascinated, absolutely fascinated to see that if the Lakers are the eighth seed after the play-in, what the odds are in that series against the Nuggets? I don't know what the odds are, but I'm there, pretty is, sure that Jokic and Jokic is going to be nervous as hell. But let He's me ask you be this: nervous as hell. <laughs> if the Lakers are healthy at that point, is it actually possible that they could be favored? I don't Dude, think so. I don't know if I don't but know I, if Vegas is going to go that far. But it's going to be this, tight, though. If they're not favored, I would call the Lakers a good bet. If, if the Lakers I, I are the underdog in that series, I'm going to call the Lakers a good bet. If the Lakers are healthy when that series begins, that that might be the closest in terms of Vegas odds of any one eight matchup ever. And it's based in the lack of belief in one team and LeBron James being on the other team. Well, here's the thing. The Lakers, they're a better defensive team, especially when AD is playing the way that he's playing. They're a better defensive team than than, than the Nuggets are. So, I, I mean, I think that would be really, really interesting, big fella. You really know what that just did? Canty, it just got the gambling blood boiling. That's what that just did. Uh-oh. And Uh-oh. we won one last night at a nice big oh, winner. Oh, in a big way. What were we, plus 600 last night? Plus 675 on our three-leg oh. parlay. That's right. We went, we, went, we, we went with the under on team point total. We it was Warriors, gold, it was Warriors State minus eight. eight. And it was then we went with Steph Curry on the over points. Right. It was uh, the under at 234, Warriors minus eight, Steph over 27 and a half points. Yeah. I'll tell you, when we bet on those late night games, there is nothing I like better doing than flipping through my phone first thing in the morning when I wake up. Big I'm not going to lie, I knew- like I didn't stay up for that game, but still. No, I didn't stay up for it, but I knew we were in good shape because in pregame warm-up, Steph Curry from his end of the tunnel threw a full court shot one-handed and almost made it. I mean, almost drained it. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be one of them nights for Steph. So one of those the, nights. The question for you is simply this. Who makes the biggest difference in the Western Conference moving forward? KD or LeBron? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The rest of the way this season, who makes the biggest difference for their team's fortunes? We will get your calls in in just moments. We've got more wagering on the way, can't he? NFL over-unders are out for 2023 for season win totals. We're playing a little good bet, bad bet. Woo! I love it. That's all right after this from our friends at FanDuel. Basketball is heating up, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash play to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. My friends, do it. 
21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. We like to wager. We like to put a couple of bucks on the line. And we want to know whether things are good bets or bad bets. The NFL over-unders are out. So let's do it. We've got the odds. What are the odds? Now it's your turn to decide. May the odds be ever in your favor. Is that a good bet or a bad bet? It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. In just four minutes, we are getting to your calls on KD versus LeBron, who has the bigger impact in the West at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But we welcome in Eric Hanman to host this segment called Good Bet, Bad Bet. Go, Big E. All right, as you alluded to, Carlin, uh, we did get the over-unders for all the NFL teams over the weekend. So let's start off with the Green Bay Packers. The deal hasn't been done yet. They still have Aaron Rodgers. They're at seven and a half. So I'll say under seven and a half wins for the Green Bay Packers. A good bet or a bad bet? Oh, that's a good bet. That is wow. That is a You're massively good bet. You're fading them. You know what I'm doing? Hmm. I'm locking that up. I'm locking that up. Packers under seven and a half. Take it to the Bankadini. 
I don't know about that. I think a quiet all season around Green Bay is just what the doctor ordered. I think Matt LaFleur is actually a good coach and hasn't gotten credit as such because he's had Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. I actually think that's a bad bet. I think they're going to do better than that. It might be slightly. They might be right around the same win total that they had last year. But I think that's over. So I would say that's a bad bet. Next. Let's stay in the NFC North here, and let's go to the Chicago Bears. They're also at 7.5. I'll say over 7.5 for the Bears. Canty, is that a good bet or a bad bet? I think the Bears are on their way, but they're still a year away. So I'm going to say under. So that's a bad bet to take the over on the seven and a half. Agreed. They're not quite there. I could see the Bears literally winning seven games this year. Yeah. I could see them right on that border. If you're going to go over on that, you're going to sweat it out too much. Go under. It's a bad bet to go over. You know you, you know what does help them? They do have the NFC South. They play the NFC South. Oh. What's not going to help them is they play the AFC West. <laughs> right. <laughs> go next. Well, speaking of the AFC South, the Jacksonville Jaguars at coming in at 9.5. So we'll say over 9.5 for the reigning AFC South champ Jaguars. Good bet or bad bet? Carl. Oh, I think that's a great bet. That's I think a the, good bet. The Jaguars are going to win 10 games. I mean, come on. I'm on that. Give me that all day. I will absolutely take that, and I will lock that up very comfortably. Exactly. That's a good bet. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's a Lockadini, big fella. That's a good old Lockadini. They've got the, yeah. They've got the NFC South and the AFC North. We don't know what's going on with Lamar. We, we don't know what's going on with your Steelers. I, I think that's a Lockadini. Next. We don't know what's going on with Lamar Canty, so let's go to the Ravens. They're at eight and a half, so under eight and a half for the Baltimore Ravens in terms of wins. Is that a good bet or a bad bet? That's a good bet. That's a good bet. Under fade the Baltimore Ravens. They, they don't have an alternative at quarterback. You're hearing people now float out Trey Lance to come in and compete with Snoop Huntley for the starting quarterback job if Lamar Jackson doesn't, doesn't play. I just think it's they're in an awful spot, and it's a bed of their own making. And as a result of losing the caliber of player that Lamar is, this team, this franchise is going to take a dip over the next couple of years. Great bet to go under eight and a half. Absolutely love it because you have no idea who the quarterback is going to be. Last one, go. Let's go to the Dallas Cowboys. A very notable offseason for them. Brandon Cook, Stephon Gilmore. They're at nine and a half. So over nine and a half for the Dallas Cowboys. Is that a good bet or a bad bet? As much as it kills me to say, Canty, that's a pretty good bet. Mm. I, I think with their defense, uh, with Gilmore, I think that defense is going to be good enough this year. I, I would be shocked if the Cowboys didn't win 10 games. I mean, defense year over year is hard to maintain, especially when you had the number one defense in takeaways. They had 33 turnovers last year. I just don't see them having that kind of that kind of season again, even though I think they'll be good under Dan Quinn. You can see that defense taking a small step back. Still a top 10 defense in terms of points, but I still can see them taking a small step back. And because they're not getting the takeaways, I think that's going to potentially present some problems. You also couple in the fact that they've got some pretty tough opponents when you look at their schedule. They've got the AFC East and the NFC West, two divisions that had multiple playoff teams from a year ago. I'm going to go under. I think that's a bad bet to take uh, the over on the nine and a half. Cowboys being faded by Kent. Last time the Cowboys had three consecutive seasons with double-digit wins, they had the triplets in Dallas. Last wow. time I checked, Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin, Emmitt Smith, they ain't walking through that door. 
Wow, I love it. Canty with the big fade of his former team, the team that gave him a chance in the NFL. He says, no, under nine and a half. Love it. Mike McCarthy's still the head coach? Yep. Okay. All right. And now he's going to be the offensive play caller too? Yeah, I'm good on that. I'm set. I'm all set. is up first in North Carolina on ESPN Radio. Hey, Chris, what's going on, bud? What do you think? Uh, well, first, I was going to comment on the on the LeBron KD debate, but go ahead. Been a Cowboys fan, I'm a little disappointed in Kent. Oh, listen, um, I, I don't see how in the world you pick Jacksonville over nine and a half, and then say Dallas under nine and a half. But nevertheless, easy. Jacksonville is KD in the debate, AFC I, I South. <laughs> yeah, but the defense got better. I don't see how they regress when you when you sign better players. But I'm going to go with the KD thing. The, the KD thing. The answer is KD. He's unguardable. LeBron said it himself. With KD's length, he's a better shooter than LeBron. Uh, obviously, LeBron's got the size. But uh, I think I think if they were to match up, I don't see the Lakers uh, winning two games against the Suns. But that's not going to happen because they're not going to pass Denver. I would be entertained to see Lakers-Suns in a series, but that would take a while to get to. Having said that, Canty, uh, I 100% agree that it will be KD who has the much bigger impact here. Okay. Uh, and here's the thing. I- I'm not saying that KD is at this stage in their career a more impactful player. What what my question is based on I, I guess my my answer is based on the matchup that those two play those two players are going to face in the first round of the playoffs because there's a strong possibility that the Phoenix Suns might have to play the Golden State Warriors and there's an equally strong possibility that the Los Angeles Lakers will match up against the Denver Nuggets. My only thing is if if you're picking the, the the if you're talking about those two series, do you have more confidence in the Nuggets taking care of the Lakers or the Suns taking care of the Warriors? I I, yeah. I, I, I I have to say that I would have a little more confidence in the Suns taking care of the Warriors. I would. I would. All things being equal and everybody's healthy. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. KD or LeBron have the biggest impact in the West. We get to more of your calls on that. And also the fact that Chris Canty has now declared the Cowboys will have a bad season. Under nine and a half this coming year with their wins. The man who is a longtime Dallas Cowboy who bailed out for more money now says you are a bunch of losers. That's what I heard. Maybe I'm just stretching it a bit. No, I, no, you're not stretching it. I'll take it a step further. I think the Dallas Cowboys will have a losing record in 2023. Wow. That's a spicy meatball. Okay. Come back and dine on that in moments. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. So Canty is not screwing around. He's letting you know right now where he stands. I think the Dallas Cowboys will have a losing record in 2023. And I think that we are going to hear that cut one way or another many, many, many times this year. It is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. I'm proud of you. Before even April 1st and you're laying it out there. Well, here's the thing. We'll have to wait and see what happens with the draft. But as it stands right now, I I just don't see them as a team that's any better than second place in their division. And given the teams that they're going to match up with, their opponents in 2023, I think it's going to be a tough road to toe for the Cowboys. Now, big fella, you know me. I just don't throw stuff out there that I don't don't. have convictions on. I mean, just doing a little research. (laughs) Since 1997, the Dallas Cowboys have never had a span of three consecutive seasons in the playoffs. They just haven't. So if they were going to be a double-digit win team, which is what a lot of people are are prognosticating, then you you would think that they would have to be a double-digit win team. I just don't see that happening, especially when you heap more responsibility on Mike McCarthy when it comes to play calling, when he already has trouble with overall game management and being able to instill discipline in his team. Year in, year out, they're one of the most penalized teams in the National Football League. Their quarterback had a turnover issue last year. I just... I don't see a lot of reasons for optimism with the Dallas Cowboys. I just don't. Love it. Absolutely love it. Let's get your reaction to that and your thought on whether it's KD or LeBron who is going to have the bigger impact in the West the rest of the way this year. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Chuck, South Carolina next on ESPN Radio. Hey, Chuck. Uh, yes, sir. Good evening, guys. Uh, first off, that football team y'all talking about, normally I have nothing to say at all about them. I do not, I'm not a Dallas guy. But anyway, um, I'm with you, Carlin, simply because I think they're going to actually have a better team this year simply because of McCartney, because he's going to force them to run the ball more and not rely at all on Dak Prescott, which will help him. Now, let me get off that right there real quick because I don't like it. Um, as far as, as LeBron and Durant, if you limit it to just those two making the best Im- uh, impact in the, in the West, I, you know, I think the biggest impact in the West is going to be if, Higgins, if, if Wiggins is, a lot, is back at Golden State. And I think his impact is not just in the West, would be throughout the entire league because it changes the entire dynamic of the team offensively and defensively. I would bet on Golden State if he's there. Listen, I get it. And uh, normally I am going to ride on the team that is the reigning champion until they're not. Normally I would go that way. I just follow the Warriors this year, and they have been so remarkably inconsistent in so many ways, Canty, that it's hard for me to dive in and stay on board with them this year. Well, you're just worried about Golden State because they're so bad on the road, right? Like, that's the biggest issue. And that's a huge issue. And based listen, on, 
Wiggins, too, is an issue, whether or not he's going to be back. And if he is back, what does that look like? That's a fair point because he is their best wing defender. But my only point is I think they've got guys that can help fill in and wig instead in terms of postseason basketball, the players that Steve Kerr would use in the rotation. They're not going to be Wiggins because that's an all-star caliber player. But I think they can mix and match the lineup enough to be able to you know, work past that. The issue that I have is the identity of this team and the consistency in what we see when they're at home in San Francisco versus what they are on the road. And based on the seating, in order to go on a deep playoff run, they're going to have to win on the road. And I just don't trust their ability to be able to do that. This has been a really Jekyll and Hyde team. And I don't want to – here's the thing. I don't want to panic too much because of the championship pedigree. But I also think you have the tendency to be complacent knowing that you do have that type of DNA in your locker room. So I, I think that's the one thing that you have to watch with Golden State. And I get why you're on the fence with them. Out of all the teams in the Western Conference playoff field right now that are a lock to be there, they're the team that I trust the most. Well, and I get that, and, and complacent's not a word I would ever use when it comes to Golden State, like the, that, I, or, or be something that I would be worried about, mm. because they have they have shown themselves to never be a complacent team over the last several years. So that's not the issue. It's just, are they going to be more consistent in how they play, and the Wiggins factor as well. And look, you want to have the faith in him, in in Steph and in Clay. I can't fault anybody for that. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app were presented by Progressive Insurance. In just moments, last night, a rather unexpected owner spoke out against a major issue in the NFL right now. You're going to hear from him next and how it affects the league this coming year. Don't. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.